I'm not gonna raise my voice. Yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drink your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. That was, that was, uh, that happened. From the Diet Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 23, Kansas State. The dust has settled. West Virginia, we've got a good idea of what this team is. And what's weirder is that West Virginia is pretty, if you think about it, for the most part, Kind of predictable in the conference. I'll explain. West Virginia has now played six of the other nine teams in the Big 12 Conference twice after today. The exceptions to what I'm about to say. Kansas. Those were two different games. Second half blowout in Lawrence. Uh, Pretty much from beginning to end convincing win in Morgantown. Texas Tech, two different games. Comeback win in Morgantown in a shootout. High-scoring game in Lubbock, but not as close. 12-point win for West Virginia. Those are the outliers. But the other the other four teams Oklahoma That was pretty much the same game both times. Oklahoma gives West Virginia a hard time, has a second-half lead. West Virginia erases that second-half lead. Oklahoma pulls it out in the end. Same game. Iowa State. Oof. Unfortunately, that was the same game. Last year... In Morgantown, Iowa State played West Virginia close. It came down to the final minute. In Ames, that game was close as well. Closer than what it should have been. Two closer than what they should have been games. Given Iowa State has only won two wins, period, for the season. So same game. Texas. West Virginia and Texas played two games. After two games, both teams scored the same amount of points. Both games came down to a late Andrew Jones three. In Morgantown, Andrew Jones makes the three. Texas wins. In Austin, Andrew Jones misses the three. West Virginia wins. But same game. Different results, same game. And then Kansas State. It's the same game. So many similarities. I mean, like exactly the same. Kansas State, point guard, misses the game in Manhattan. Wildcats turn the ball over a ton. West Virginia can't get the 70. Kansas State can't get the 50. West Virginia beats Kansas State in Manhattan by 22 points. That was last month. Today... Kansas State, their point guard, doesn't play. 
wearing sunglasses inside. Kansas State turns the ball over a bunch. West Virginia can't get the 70, but Kansas State can't get the 50. And West Virginia beats Kansas State by, you guessed it, 22 points in Morgantown. Both games set up to be trap games. And yet, they shook both games off, made them not trap games. Kansas State shot a low percentage from three and only made three threes in the game in Manhattan. Today, low percentage from three. They only made three of them. Kansas State, guess how many guys they had in double digits scoring in the Manhattan contest? Two. Guess how many guys got the double figures for the Wildcats today? Two. Guess how many Jalen Bridges shots he missed in Manhattan? He only missed one. Guess how many shots he missed a day? One. Taj Thweet sighting. That doesn't happen every game. Did it happen in both games? Yes. Did he play two minutes in Manhattan? Yes. Did he play two minutes today? Yes. I check my heart rate every game. It's something that I do. The maximum heart rate I had in the first Kansas State game was 108. Today, it was 108. Which is not high. Like... (laughs) My heart rate in the Oklahoma State game was, uh, you know, let's say it was 150-something, okay? (laughs) Which is a problem. That's a me problem. Listen, I've made my point. It's the same game. Different stats outside of the ones I've already told you were exactly the same. But there were differences, I guess. When you think about today's game, shot robot, he took a ton of shots. Didn't make the majority of them, but he made enough shots today to keep West Virginia ahead. And uh, Emmett Matthews, Jalen Bridges, they combined for 16 points. When those guys are scoring, that's always a good thing for this team. Jordan McCabe, he played 21 minutes. He did not have a turnover, which is fantastic. Deuce only played 23 minutes. That's a fantastic thing because he's dealing with, according to the broadcast, a, quote, lower body, unquote, injury. (laughs) We're really narrowing it down there. Uh, I've heard that it's his toe. But ESPN says lower body, so it could be anything. Uh, what's is the is the waist the midline, and everything above your waist is upper body injury, and below the waist is lower body. Where's the middle belly button? I don't know. I'm not going to do that research. It's either belly button or waist. Gabe. Had a great day leading the team in rebounds. He got some great assists. West Virginia's biggest margin of victory in conference and really tied period with any game win margin was against Kansas State both times, both by 22 points. West Virginia beat Northeastern by 22. And yet in this game, and and you could argue in the Northeastern game, 
both of these games, which on paper were the were the best wins as far as win margin, they don't feel satisfying. You know, West Virginia took a lot of early in the shot clock shots, lots of jump shots, which is not new, but when they're not going in, it's not as satisfying. Kansas State held under 50, but are they good at basketball? You know, they're not. And yet, what's weird is that they're not good at basketball, and yet they can beat Oklahoma, a team that West Virginia couldn't beat this season. There's a lot of good things happening for the Mountaineers right now. West Virginia is now 10-4 and four in the Big 12. A great record in conference. 17-6 and six overall. Great record. Two games ahead in the loss column over four teams in the Big 12 with six conference losses. So a little bit of room there. And that matters coming into the Big 12 tournament. Three more regular season games for WVU, all at home, which is fantastic. West Virginia, they are projecting to be a a three-seed in the NCAA tournament. Joe Lenardi has them as a two-seed. Both are great because you don't want to be a four-seed when there's three definite number one seeds that are you could argue head and shoulders above the other teams. Baylor lost today, but that's their first loss of the season. So you can't dismiss them. And West Virginia is going to, they're ranking in the AP poll on Monday. It's going to be one digit this week. They were 10th. That's two digits next week. They're moving up. And, To put that in perspective, this will be the first time West Virginia will have this high of a ranking in February since 2017. So it's been four seasons since they've been in the top 10. And I guess they're in the top 10 this week, but the single-digit ranking. And so the expectations are getting higher and higher. And I'm hearing Mountaineer fans say things that I'm uncomfortable with. And that's a me problem. Hey, they ain't out of it yet. (laughs) In the Big 12 Conference, if Baylor loses out and West Virginia wins out, West Virginia can still win the conference. Uncomfortable. Hey, now let's, let's figure this out. Now, how can West Virginia, let's say they win out, win the Big 12 tournament one seed? Are they going to be a one seed? I mean, can we... Can we get to the end of the season? <laughs> Even Jay Billis, who never says anything complimentary about West Virginia, he said nice things about this team. So, again, it's the on-surface, surface level, everything that I've described, all of that are good things. I guess if Jay Billis says something nice about West Virginia, that's a good thing. All that stuff in West Virginia's favor. Don't have your A game beat a team you're supposed to beat at home by 22. That's All that's good. And yet, <laughs> all those things together and, and people just, you know, thinking out loud, hey, hey, hey. 
oh, this is a special team, you know? And they can be special, and they might be special. As a West Virginia Mountaineer fan, that makes me uncomfortable. It's the, you know, the great dramas, the great television shows. They set up the sucker punch. They set up the gut punch by putting a character in like a really good situation. Great example, The Wire. And I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to tell you that one of their <laughs> and maybe this is a spoiler if you ever watch the wire if something's going really good for a character and they're talking about oh you know how can life get better <laughs> you know or or words that they say and a look in their eye that that it exudes hope Cut to the next scene where their hope gets like completely squashed and sucked dry. And as a Mountaineer fan, we've been there and done that. So, and I'm not trying to talk that into existence. I'm just telling you, as a fan, I appreciate the people who are thinking out loud positively, who are speaking good things into existence here and being super excited i'm excited too it just manifests in different ways where some people get super excited and like hey what what if we do this hey if we do this we could do this and my thought is oh no everybody's thinking this way (laughs) uh and not everybody's thinking this way but hey uh oh no expectations ah But great, boring win today. And Bruce Weber's hair. You know, I didn't hear a lot of Bruce Weber today watching the game. So that that's a win. All these positive things. It's making me nervous. Random thoughts coming up. Diet Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt don't really usually get into the stock market but have you take have you took a look at embroidery stocks i mean they're just going through the roof and i know what you're asking like hey josh how do i invest in embroidery how can i cash in on this embroidery bull market call the folks at dyer prime they're big on embroidery they can help you with the design, embroider it on a mask, on a t-shirt, on a sweatshirt, on a hat. Get in. I think I think the sky's the limit for embroidery. And you can invest in embroidery by contacting Dyer Prime Creative Group. 304-767-4445. Find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. So much basketball happening right now. So much NBA. It's the best part of the year for college basketball. CBS is starting to show some games. As much as it's annoying to get a bracketology update and who's on the bubble, there's also something endearing about bubble team talk. It's great that West Virginia is not on the bubble. 
they're in, they're making the tournament. So that's fantastic. But, you know, there's other hours in the day. We are still in a pandemic. And so maybe there's things you're watching on TV besides WVU basketball. And once in a blue moon on this podcast, I'd like to talk about one of my things that I like outside of basketball that happens on TV, and that's comic book shows and comic book movies. And so, and Marvel Comics specifically, right? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I want to take some time to get you up to speed on this great new show that's comic book focused and it's called it's called the wandavision and so if you're if you're going to watch the wandavision or if you haven't watched any of the marvel movies go ahead and and fast forward to final thoughts okay all right they're all gone now let's really let's really dish on this wandavision so wandavision And if you're still listening and you do want to get spoiled, I'll get you up to speed. So all the Marvel movies happened, right? That have happened, right? Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 4, Iron Man 5, Captain America the Civil War, Captain America versus Thor, right? The shield... Captain America 2, the the shield versus the hammer, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and Wasp-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, right? All of the movies, Ragnarok, right? And and then that one uh Captain Marvel, Captain Marvels, right? And then the the really the best ones, the Infinity Wars, right? Where, you know, snap the finger, candy crush glove, pion, right? Oh no, people are disintegrating. And then you get to end games and Captain America can hold Thor's hammer. And then, hey, now we're all on the battlefield and it's time to assemble. And oh no. Uh, and then, you know, then as you know, Iron Man gets candy crush glove snap, his hand explodes and he dies. And, uh, but you know, that guy with the big square head, he, you know, he disintegrated. So that gets us to WandaVision, right? And so WandaVision they're releasing them weekly on the Disney Plus, the WandaVision. And it's kind of weird, you know? Like, you watch one episode, it's it's kind of based on sitcoms. And so, you know, sitcoms like early sitcoms, but also, you know, more recent sitcoms and even future sitcoms. So it's like, hey, you know, oh, this reminds me of Perfect Strangers. All this reminds me of The Odd Couple. All this reminds me of The Honeymooners. All this reminds me of Friends. You know, like all the different sitcoms they're taking from that, right? And it stars... It, the cool thing about WandaVision is that it's 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 combining two of our favorite Marvel characters, 
Wanda and Vision, right? And Wanda, you know, like there's something mysterious going on with her, but we kind of know her. And Vision, he's, you know, he's got like, he doesn't have skin. Like he's always, or his skin is like red and yellow and stuff. And anyways, they're in these sitcoms, but then things are happening. And then all of a sudden, like there's an explosion and then it's a cliffhanger. Like what's going to happen, right? And then you got to wait a week. And so there's only going to be nine episodes. They've come out with eight and it's really setting up. And I, you know, I don't want to speak out of school here, but it, I think episode nine where you might get it, we might get an X-Man. There's a good chance. And I'm not going to say which one, but it's probably going to be, uh, it's probably going to be the Wolverine, right? And maybe it's Hugh Jackman. It's probably not going to be Hugh Jackman. It's probably going to be young Wolverine. You know, it could be blue skin lady. It could be, you know, I, I mean, and here's the, here's the, is the crazy part is that Hulk is in, you know, he was in the end games and he was in the infinity wars, but he's also an X-Man. So, you know, will Hulk be in episode nine? It's either going to be Hulk or the Wolverine or blue skin lady or Halle Berry. Halle Berry, make it rain. Not like make it rain, like three pointers, make it rain, like actually like make storms and stuff. So I'm excited. You're excited. It's a great way to continue. And then we're going to get more uh, Marvel movies. We're going to get another Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to get another. We're getting Spider Man uh, all the way up. I mean, all the, you know, we're getting the stuff. We're getting, t we're getting more TV shows on the Disney Plus. And so I'm just excited with the new direction. I like sitcoms. You know, I, I've I've grown up watching them, and so like each WandaVision episode, it's like, oh, of course, it's kind of a guessing game. Like, what? Now, was that Full House or was that just the Ten of Us? What? I don't know. Uh, and then I Google it, like everybody does, or see what everybody's talking about on social media. Anyways, it's a really good time. I highly recommend it. Uh, g give me your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen in episode nine of the WandaVision? I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, but it's great. You know, consume as much basketball as possible right now and also get the WandaVision. It was great. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched any of the WandaVisions, uh, you'll be able to binge watch it next week. Because there's only one more WandaVision. And then you can just, you don't have to, you don't have to wait on the cliffhangers. Spoiler alert. You can just watch them all and then it won't be a cliffhanger. And then you get all the sitcom references all together at one time. And maybe that's not as good as what people, you know, like us, like you and I who have been watching it weekly. 
It might not be as good. You and but you still have that option. Like if you you could binge watch them, or you could have the discipline to watch episode one of the Wandavision, wait a week, watch episode two of the Wandavision, wait a week, and so on and so forth. Anyways, it's such a vast universe: the comic book universe, the Marvel universe, and Wandavision is just another piece of the puzzle. And I'm excited about it. I hope you are too. Final thoughts coming up. This episode of Unreasonable Down is brought to you by the NBA Store. Javon Carter fans, I know we have some here. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. So suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. I'm teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring my listeners up to 75% off on select items. That's right, 75%. Go to podgo.co slash NBA. P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash NBA for up to 75% off select items from the NBA store. Check it out. The NBA, where amazing happens. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for West Virginia, it's a doozy. And it's a weird time game. We haven't had a weird time game in a while. But this game, 5 p.m. on a Tuesday. (laughs) Because, of course, pandemic. Next game, Tuesday, March 2nd, 5 p.m., ESPN, in the Coliseum, West Virginia plays the Baylor Bears. Baylor is a juggernaut. Still a juggernaut. Do not be... Do not be deceived that they are not as a much of a juggernaut, the perception, two games after a long COVID break, pandemic break. So... Let's be clear. Let's look at the resume here. Baylor has only lost once. West Virginia's having a fantastic season. They've lost six games. Baylor's only lost once. Before the COVID pause, it wasn't just like, oh, they're catching breaks and they're they're still on this Cinderella undefeated run. They were dominant. They beat Oklahoma by 15. They beat Illinois, who's probably who could be in line for a one seed. They beat them by 13. They beat Texas by 14. But since they've come out of the COVID pause, the the pandemic pause, they beat Iowa State only by five at home. And then again today, they lost to Kansas at Kansas by 13. And nobody loses the Kansas at Kansas, right? But... Uh, Baylor, who's really good at rebounding. Kansas, and Kansas is not a big team. Kansas out-rebounded Baylor by 20. (laughs) I don't think West Virginia is going to out-rebound Baylor by 20. And here's the most concerning part. Baylor's best player is Jared Butler. Jared Butler only had five points versus Kansas. 
Garrett really kind of put the clamp on him, okay? So Butler only had five points, and that's only the third game this season that he's been held under 10 points in a game. Why am I telling you this? Well, let's look back at what happened the games after the game where they he had under 10. So earlier this season, he had eight against Oklahoma. The next game, he scored 28 against TCU. The only other game he was in single digits, he had seven points against Texas Tech. The following game, he put 30 up on Kansas. That same Kansas. So based on history, Jared Butler is not going to have two games in a row where he struggles. And so that's concerning as a WVU fan, plus all the things I talked about earlier, (laughs) which is only for me maybe concerning, uh, but all the positive signs going into this game. Listen, the result of this game doesn't matter. Small caveat, unless West Virginia wins. (laughs) Then, then it's possible Unreasonable Doubt gets a new name. At least for one episode. But if they don't win, it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, TuneIn, CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. There's a button that says subscribe or follow. Hit that button. That helps you get the podcast. That helps me and helps the podcast when you automatically download it to whatever device you're listening to right now. And just hit the play button, put it on mute, or if you like it, you know, that's the easiest way to get the podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Down WVU for the 2020-2021 season. 17 wins, 6 losses.